You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. It feels like we haven't podcasted in a while. I know. Liz and I have been, we've been traveling, kind of. Um, Sporadically. Sporadically. And it's like, you know, sometimes timing doesn't work out. Sometimes your kids are sick and, you know, all the good stuff. So Liz and I haven't been together for a little while. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And so, and then I'm leaving next Thursday to go visit my new baby nephew. He's so little. It's like my child was eight pounds, 12 ounces when he was born. So like... He was a large child. My husband and I are not small people. Like <laughs> my husband's six one. I'm five nine. Like we're both, you know, muscular people. And her baby was like six pounds eight ounces or six pounds ten ounces or something. And like he's still smaller than Carson was when Carson was born. And I'm like so excited to have a little baby. Little baby. I know. It was so weird when Marcus was born. He was three pounds fourteen ounces. That's so crazy. And yeah, I, I mean, obviously I felt like I was going to break him like every time I, I held him in the beginning, but then he started putting on that brown fat. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what we need. So, uh, all right. Hey, before we dive into this today, we want to remind you that the case study application is up. It, the link is in the show notes. So this is for non-clients or people who are like curious about what we do and are looking for help. Um, we're doing this because we get a lot of messages, a lot of emails, a lot of messages asking us what we think about certain things. And to be honest, to be fair to our clients who we serve one-on-one, we can't respond to all of those things because um, people who work with us, they are first in line, but we're doing this just to kind of help you understand, you know, how we work with clients and how we approach that. So link is in the show notes. If you are one of our clients, you know that um, you are welcome to share that with a friend um, and they can apply for that as well. Anyways, Let's dive into it. It's Friday fire. Friday fire today. And, you know, I love this Friday fire. And Liz are gonna ki- Liz and I are going to kind of go off the cuff. We don't have like a ton of notes for this one. Um, we usually take notes for our podcast, by the way, because you are in control of everything. Yep. You can choose to pr- that. I think that this one will be better off the cuff. Yeah. Um, but I think that a lot of times and heck, guys, it's easier to blame other things. Mm-hmm. It is so much easier to not take responsibility for where you are at in life. Yeah. And it's easier to be kind of like ignorant or naive to certain things, totally. right? Like you start focusing on something and then you realize like how much you don't know. And this could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. It could be a subject. It could be a hobby. It could be your nutrition. It could be how much you, you know consume candy or how many like how much you spend at starbucks that could be a big one right like do not going out to eat. come at me right now okay <laughs> i've had a starbucks issue so we got really great gift cards from some clients and so like i wasn't spending my own money at starbucks and now i'm spending my own money at starbucks again and i looked at my credit card and i was like oh my gosh there's like a starbucks recharge every like seven days <laughs> <laughs> oh man but sometimes you just need it i think i'm triggered more the days that i bring Marcus to daycare outside of that. I don't go um, unless when Becca's coming here. But here's the thing. Here's how I have something to say about Starbucks. I think that some people view Starbucks as like a treat and they go and get like an 100, 200 Mm. calorie drink at Starbucks. I get basically the same thing at Starbucks that I would make at home. It just tastes better from Starbucks. 
I get a coffee, iced coffee, light cream, one stevia. Like, it's not like I'm getting anything that's dense in calories. You're not getting I just, a $7. I, it's just better from Starbucks, okay? It's better in their cups with the little top. Like, I just like it better. Um, I'm the bougie one. Yeah. Liz's, <laughs> Liz's drinks rack up the money. Um, so I get, I think I've talked about this yeah. before, but I'll usually get like an iced coffee or an iced Americano, venti, of course. If you can't, you can get a venti. <laughs> uh, and then I'll get like maybe two pumps of sugar-free, either cinnamon dulce or vanilla. And I just love, and I think they stopped it now, but the almond milk cinnamon foam cold foam oh so yes. good um and it was so good but i think they stopped doing it so now i just get a splash of it's okay milk. it was like a dollar fifty to add that so <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's just worth it so uh, anyways um, okay but this is what we want to get to today so we know that many people out there feel really overwhelmed like mm-hmm. they feel like they're trying to change and then once they start this journey they recognize there's many things that they need to change it's not just a few things right and so when you start focusing on all of these things, you start to feel a little bit out of control. Like, why can't I change these things consistently? Um, Or you start to recognize how many bad habits that you've kind of created, you know? And so it gets overwhelming. But here's the thing, and this is the message we want to drive home today. You are the only one in control of you. Even if you're working with a coach, even if you hire a mentor or, you know, a business coach or a financial advisor, they can't make you take that money out of your paycheck no. to put into your 401k, right? They can advise you and give you all of the tips and the tools and set you up to be successful. But if you don't make that investment, you're not going to reap the rewards. Totally. And so this is what we want to you know, share with you. And I want you to think about this in all aspects of life, totally. because a lot of times we look to blame other people, our circumstances, situations. We, we give ourselves justifications, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I call it like I used to justify all the fucking time. Like I would have, you know, a week of really hard training at the gym and I would eat spotlessly. And then I would justify why I binged on the weekends. Like it was like, well, I work hard. And when I, and of course my loving husband who just wanted to support me would be like, you do deserve to have a few drinks. Like you do. And like at the end of the day though, guys, that was my freaking decision. Like my decision to binge drink, my decision to have those foods. Like sure. I made excuses for myself or justifications for myself, but it didn't change the fact that like, those were all still my decisions. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sometimes it's a little bit harder. I am never going to argue, guys, that your situation is not easy. But I think that we need to understand, and we've talked about this before on Friday Fires, mm-hmm. how much control you have is way more than you realize. And it's hard to swallow the pill because it's a big ass pill to swallow when you look in the mirror and realize, I have gotten myself to this place in one way or another with decisions. It is like either decisions made or decisions not made. And so when we're talking about this, we want you to feel hopefully like empowered in the same token because sure, it can be hard, guys. This is frustrating. Like it's frustrating to accept that where you are at is on your hands. Like the blood is on our hands. Okay. But the beautiful news is then you can change it. But we need to stop having that like automatic response to blame everything else Mm -hmm. or be like, it's just too hard or whatever. Because if that's the case, okay, then change your expectations, change your goals for yourself. If this is just not realistic for you, but otherwise we have to stop blaming like the fact that our husband doesn't eat healthy for why we don't eat healthy. Do you, or our kids. And this is one that we're going to, we're going to really dive into this one because your kids don't buy the food. I am totally to blame for how my child eats. He eats like he literally eats 15 different foods and that's it. 
And he's a two and a half year old. So I think a lot of moms can relate. Like, I think they just get in a stage they where get picky. I feel like a lot of kids just kind of get picky and it's just easy. Like I wasted so much freaking food on him. I wasted so much time trying to make like different variations to sneak vegetables in, to do all this stuff. Like my child hasn't touched a vegetable in his entire, in his entirety of life. Okay. He hasn't like, I think he's not on some carrots when he was little and like, Maybe we've snuck in, I think, mushrooms on pizza we got. But, like, my child doesn't eat vegetables. I've tried so many different times. And so he likes carrying them at the grocery store. He'll carry the Brussels sprouts for me, and he talks about them all the time. And apparently he eats them at daycare, but I don't believe them. But anyways, (laughs) how my child eats is completely my fault because he only eats the food I make for him. He's two and a half. He can't make his own food. He can only reach the bottom two shelves in our, you know, pantry. Like, that is mine fault okay and i would challenge you this too i think a lot of kid, a lot of parents say like you know i, I don't have time to work out because my kids i don't have mm. I, I can't you know i don't want to make five different dinners for my kids like how i think about it in this aspect i don't work out despite my child like i work out for my child mm-hmm. i work out to be the best mom for him because i'm a better person when i work out i'm happier to be around i work out to show him that I take care of myself. I work out to show him he can be strong and he can accomplish hard things. And I work out to show him how important it is. Like yep. I do all of these things and I tell him too, like mama's going to go work out. You're going to go take a nap. Mama's going to go lift. Like yep. I explain it to him so that he knows and I make sure of that. And he sees my mother-in-law work out because she takes him to the gym with her when she goes to CrossFit. I like I love that he's in the gym. And I think that we just use it as a reason because guess what? it's easier. Yep. Absolutely. And we totally get when you have little ones in the house that it can be hard, especially, you know, depending upon the gym that you go to, or if you have a gym membership or you're trying to work out at home, but I'll be honest, like Beck and I both, when the boys were little, we worked out with them. We incorporated them into our workout Mm -hmm. somehow. Like I have many videos of me doing like leg raises or like holding them and doing squats or lunges to keep them occupied. I'd bring toys. I'd set up the playpen. I'd bring like video things. Like it, it was a lot to lug all that stuff to the gym. But at the same time, getting that time for me to work out was important. And so he was a part of it for a while. Now what do I have to do? I have to get up at 5 a.m. and get my workout in because Mm -hmm. that's the only time. I was telling uh, some of the girls on our group call today, like not every day do I want to do this. And I literally drove to the gym this morning and I contemplating turning around, coming back (laughs) home and pushing my workout off until after work today because I was just like not having a morning that I was feeling it and then it was an emotional morning because my hips bothered me and my hamstring and so forth and like I cried it out and then I decided I'm happy that I showed up for myself I'm not going to let it ruin the rest Mm -hmm. of my day I'm not going to let this get the best of me because even in the times that you don't want to do things the only person that can do the things is you and it's all within your control, right? Had I left and turned around and skipped my workout, there'd be nobody else to blame except for me. You know, and so this is where we want you to kind of take this to the next level. Look at your environment. Look at, you know, where you're spending your time, who you're surrounding yourself with, who is serving you and encouraging you to get to your goal and who is pulling you back like crabs in the bucket. We've given that analogy plenty of times. You know, I think when it comes to like social media and the state of the world right now, it's really hard because our world is more divided than it's ever been. And for a lot of people, they're really, really triggered by Facebook comments, Facebook arguments could be triggered by photos on social media, right? Like you see everybody trying to blast out their 
you know, six pack abs and all these things, but they never show you. I was listening to a podcast earlier today. It was great. They were talking about bodybuilders and they were talking about how these people have like different types of body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Um, and that if you see people who do shows and this is not everybody, but you see people who do physique shows, they never post real life photos. They always post like the throwback. They post throwbacks. I have a couple friends that are bodybuilders and that have done physique shows and are like pros like in that. And I noticed that yeah. they almost always post video photos from like mm-hmm. a year ago or yep. like because you become so obsessed with what your body looked like at a very unsustainable time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that on another Friday Fire um, about like expectations. But we have to understand that all of the things that we've done in the past like have gotten us to where we are. And here's, you know, something I'm really proud of. How many women have either changed jobs or started looking for new jobs when working with us. Yep. Because you guys, this is a huge one too. Like Liz was talking about your environment. So like your work environment and also your friend's family environment. Mm -hmm. Like you, you know, you're born into a family. We can't, we can't control our family. We talk about that all the time. But when you're old enough, if your family is toxic to you, if they are not supportive of you, you can choose to distance a little bit. You can choose to, communicate on your terms like there's things you can change same with work a lot of people feel stuck in their work but think about this the you know the discomfort of maybe six to 12 months tops getting out of your job and finding a new job versus your entire life in a place that is leaving you unfulfilled unhappy moody not able to do what you want to do with your body and with your happiness in life and draining you constantly like we have to start understanding that these things are within our control. What we do in our life for a profession is within our control. What we do with our you know, time is within our control. Yep. You, the only reason that you feel like you don't have time is because you've put things into your day that suck the time that you don't want to be doing. And so in turn, you don't feel like you have time to do things. Well, change the things that are part of your days and start with whatever's the easiest and move on to whatever's the hardest. Like yep. we have to start taking back responsibility that these things are within our control because a lot of people think like, well, my work, okay, get a new job. Like, yeah. I know or, that's really hard to swallow, but it's possible. It is possible, number one. Number two, the thing that I would say, and this is coming from my HR experience, <laughs> people spend so much time on their phones or talking to their coworkers at work that they end up having to work, I'm going to air quote here, long hours. This isn't everybody because there's also people who are working super, super hard and they're on a project, on a deadline, or it's tax season, whatever. But I know a lot of people that used to waste a shit ton of time at work on their phone, scrolling the internet, talking to their coworker, when if you really just would have put your head down, you probably could have been out of there within six to seven hours. And my boss was always supportive. When your work is done, go home. Yeah. Some days we'd be out of there at like four o'clock, four thirty. Some days I'd skip lunch with my coworkers because I'm like, man, I want to get out of here. It's a gorgeous day outside. Yeah. I want to go work out. I want to go run, go to the park, whatever. And so exactly what Becca was just saying, we're in control of our time and how we manage our time. This is why we created the win the day planner, mm-hmm. because you've got to understand what is important to you becomes a priority. And then you can put all of these other things that you'd like to get done on your radar, but you time block, you give every hour a job, 5.30, 6.30 in the morning, that's the workout time, mm-hmm. right? Then it's like Marcus time, breakfast time, then it's prep time. Like I have, and Beck and I share yeah. our calendars. We can literally see hour by hour what we're doing. And mm-hmm. we put on, we could, we put our kids on our calendar yeah. <laughs> because if we don't, 
we're distracted by other things. And it's not to say that we don't ever get distracted or that every day for us is perfect because we have to pivot all the time. Clients move calls, things come up, one baby is sick, whatever. But the point here is that we control our time. And I can remember wasting so much time when I didn't prioritize and I didn't plan my day, plan my week too. And so if you're someone who's like struggling, you want to work out, or maybe you just want to instill like a couple of walks a day, or you want to drink more water, you want to get to the grocery store and get good food in the house, put it on your calendar, commit to that time and show up. It doesn't matter how you feel in that moment. You've got to be in control to show up at that time. Yeah. You can also 1000% control what you consume. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people will be like, well, you know, it ended up being a work outing and like there wasn't a lot of options there. You guys, this, you can be as extreme with this as you want. Like I, I would literally take ingredients off. I would like, I would bring my own food plate. Like if you really wanted to control all of that, you could. And I think the ones of us that sometimes use those as excuses, everything becomes an excuse. And then it's just just like we don't hold standards for ourselves anymore. And we let every little situation, every little stressor, every little thing get in the way of what we want to accomplish because we just basically chalk it up as like, well, it just it, it didn't work out how I wanted it to. So then, you know, I had to just eat whatever. And then we end up eating a ton of it like for, you know. For example, if you're at a work function and all they have is like fried chicken tenders and beef brisket sliders with cheese on them and like, you know, buffalo wings and all this stuff. Okay, no, there's not a lot of like nutrient dense, great food options. What would I do? I would probably have like one chicken tender and maybe take the beef brisket off of the slider, maybe have half of the bun, eat that. And then I would just eat until I'm not hungry anymore. Not until I'm stuffed because like, oh, screw it. I guess this is the food I'm eating for this meal. I would eat until I'm not hungry anymore, knowing those foods don't serve me, knowing I don't feel well when I eat too much of that because it's all a lot of like high fat, calorie dense, not very nutrient dense foods. And then I would just wait until I got home and eat something at home, knowing that that would serve me better, knowing I would feel better with that. But I think we get into this mindset of this situation isn't serving me how I thought it would or how I ideally want it to. So screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm just going to drink whatever I want. And then I'll, you know, I'll complain about it tomorrow because it didn't work out how I wanted it to. Like you are in control of so much more than you think. And I, we just forget that sometimes, or it's easier. Like we said, it's easier to eat the pizza than it is to not eat the pizza. It's easier yeah. to drink the wine than it is to not drink the wine. Like we understand it's easier. I get it. That's why it's a harder decision to make, but it's still your decision to make. And so don't let these things become your downfall. Like yep. do not let these you know non-ideal situations become the reason that you don't get where you want to be. Change the mindset because that's another thing we want to talk about that is yep. totally within your control is how you view things. 100%. You know, we have a lot of clients that we work with that when we start talking about some of this stuff, they're like, man, I never thought of it that way. I never looked at it this way, right? Some of them, they have to draw some boundaries. They have to, you know, distance themselves from people, situations, places, because for everybody, there's different triggers, right? But how we think about like, even for example, vacation, I'll use that here is like, went on an all-inclusive trip with my husband last weekend. We had a great time. I thought about that vacation as a restful time, a time to be with him versus a time to go ham and get wasted and like be a hooligan. You know, that would be what I would have done when I was like 2022, 20, you know? Um, but 
you view things differently. And when you go into it with a mindset of I can have and enjoy certain things, but I'm going to choose foods that nourish my body to make me feel good. You come out of it with a totally different result than you would if you went into it like, oh, like you were saying, like this work outing, there's nothing here that I can eat. So this is what I'm given. I'll just eat all of the things, feel like shit, continue it tomorrow, have a Bloody Mary, eat like shit, and I'll start again on Monday. Like how you view that situation is very different from the way that Becca just described it, right? And so you have to just start to think about even though this is my lifestyle, even though these people are, you know, my friends and this is what they do, there's different ways that you can approach it. We have tons of clients that have gone into parties and situations and message us after and be like, oh my gosh, I felt so good about how I moderated things. I enjoyed a few things that I liked, but I didn't leave feeling stuffed, super full, had a couple drinks, didn't, you know, tip to tipsy, I guess, if you want to say it that way, or like get drunk or like do the things that they used to do. And a lot of them even come out of it saying like, I was watching and observing what other people were doing. And I thought, man, this is so different because I was that person that kept going back for the chips, that kept going back yep. for the cheese dip, that kept going for, you know, another beer, another glass of wine or whatever. And they're like, my mindset has just totally shifted because now I recognize what serves me and what makes me feel good is all within my control. And I don't have to tell anybody, you know, what I'm doing or push it on them, but I just have to choose what's right for me. Yeah. And so you just have to think about that. Every situation that you go into it, like you can either make it you know the best situation or you can throw in the towel and that's that's honestly like where most people go and it's really sad because that's the thing that keeps them stuck and feeling like crap and becoming you know more unhealthy or preventing them from getting to their goals because sorry to burst your bubble friday saturday sunday it's more than a a third of your week Mm -hmm. you can diet monday through thursday i did it for a long time let me tell you what i was pretty damn unsuccessful (laughs) (laughs) I got nowhere. I just spun my wheels, right? And I'd get pissed. I'd weigh myself on Monday. I'd be like five pounds up. Got to restrict everything, you know, 1,200 calories fast. all the I was like combining all the crazy ass diets out there that came, you know, to my mind, like intermittent fasting, 17 day diet, Weight Watchers. Like I was just crazy about it. And then by Friday, I'm like, oh, sweet. The scale's back down. I can party again, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was a terrible place to be because I beat myself up mentally and emotionally and physically. I never felt good or as good as I do today because I just kept staying in that cycle. And the only person that could make that change was me. Yeah. And I think the last thing I want to touch on is a lot of people, you know, some people that we work with in the beginning, especially like I forgot to eat or I forgot to drink water at that time or like I forgot or... I was just too tired. Like you guys, forgetting is a choice because forgetting is a lack of prioritization. It's you not putting the things into place, not the, not setting the alarms, not putting the reminders in your calendar, not letting post-it notes. Like all of those things are choices. I, I didn't have time to meal prep this weekend. Okay. Well, whatever you spent your time on was a choice to spend your time on and not on those things. So it is a difference of priorities. It is not you forgetting. It is not not having enough time in the day. It is you not prioritizing and not choosing to prioritize those things. And in turn, they don't get done. You end up in the same spot mm-hmm. that you've always been in. And so I don't want you to think that forgetting is a reason either. That is a choice as well. Forgetting is absolutely a choice. And you got to think about it in this sense too. Like 
I was too I was too tired to wake up this morning to work out. Okay, well, let's back up the series of events now. We were too tired this morning. So what time did we go to bed last night? What did we maybe do that night that was off in our sleep routine that didn't allow us to get to bed that time? Or why didn't we sleep well? Are we not eating enough right now? Are we not eating high quality foods? Do we do have we sugar not, before bed? Do we have an Wine? inconsistent bedtime? Like, did we drink last night? There's a lot of things that are our choices that result in how our body responds. And so we need to understand, again, it comes back to everything is our choice and your choices can change, which is why that is the beautiful thing in terms of being able to be successful. You can always make a change as long as you identify that choices are yours and yours alone. That's it. That's it. Thank you all so much for being here. If you've enjoyed this podcast, the best thing that you could do for us as a gift to us would be to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us, share it on Facebook, whatever platform that you listen, or just tell a friend, invite a friend to listen to this podcast. Um, The more that you can kind of share with word of mouth, the more people that we can touch throughout the world. And leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.